Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I am joined by Adam Willis, creator and founder of Below the Belt Boxing, a podcast. Wait, wait, wait. It's yeah. not a podcast. It's a broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> Adam and his team not only keep you updated with the, the most recent fights out, but he also goes into the community and keeps you involved with that spectrum of the game. So uh, I'm blessed. I'm honored. Without further ado, how you doing? Man, I'm doing well myself, man. Thank you for having me, man. That's really appreciated, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I I really, really, you know, we've been talking for a couple months now. Yeah, yeah. I know um, it's taken a minute to get here, but... Um, I'm grateful for your patience. Man, you know? no problem, man. You know, everything uh, we, we've been building for the last few months, you know, and and yeah. we, we've had you on our podcast as well, man. We yeah. had a good time that night. That know? honestly <laughs> was an experience in itself. Yeah. Like, I've never did a, a ringside, but mm-hmm. um, to be there, be involved, and just, you know, it was, you know, I used to play around with it when I was a kid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, pretend like you're part of the fights we uh-huh. watched growing up or <laughs> or news reports. But to actually actually be ringside and see a, I've never seen an actual ring. And you gave me that yeah, opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love what you're doing with your podcast. Um, yeah, thank I'm you. A definite fan since day one, since I started seeing, uh, you know, you got your episodes on YouTube. Yeah. You got your on, um, what platforms are you on? We're right now, we're on um, pretty much all the uh, streaming platforms. We are okay. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, all of them, man. All of them. Just you know, Streamcast. You know, we we even had a Dreamcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, you know, YouTube and everything is the main one we're trying to really focus on. But every everything is well. You know, podcast is audio first and yeah. video second. Now into the new age and everything like that. But we're trying to give everybody everything. You know, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. And 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 like I said, I'm a fan. I've been paying attention. And I'm a big fan of yours too, yeah. man. Well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. You know, and you know when I do these episodes, man. Um, there's a lot of care in, in into the people I bring on. So I'm, I like I said, sure, I, sure. I'm I honor you coming on here um and just being involved today cuz really like this is to highlight Milwaukee and Southeast Wisconsin. So yeah, you yeah. being here, I'm grateful, <laughs> man. <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> but uh, uh whenever you ready, let you you want to jump in. Let's jump hey, in. Let's jump in. It's double dust right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you grow up? I grew up in Milwaukee, born and raised. Yeah, north side, 20th and Hampton, you know. Grew up there until I was 18 and I moved out on my own, you know. How and was how was uh, a childhood? Childhood was a uh, um uh, it, it was cool. I had I had a, I always say I had a movie childhood like it, it's crazy, you know. Every, every all my friends that I that I grew up with on 20th and Hampton, and we're all still cool to this day. Everybody's doing wonderful things. Some people didn't make it, unfortunately, yeah. whether it's to the system in the jail system or somebody. Yeah. I lost about seven best friends before I was like 18 years old. Sorry to hear that, man. No, it's all good, man. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's it's. I hate to say that, but it's kind of a, the, a part of the Milwaukee story. Growing up in the Milwaukee story, you well, know what I mean. I I feel like yeah. 
You mm-hmm. know, that's it's it's unspoken, but it's known. Yeah. And uh, me as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, before I moved to South Milwaukee, where I, I, I was really raised and I grew up, but mm-hmm. I lived on 21st in uh, Beecher. And yeah, yeah. Uh, through that, I created friends. I still have all the friends from my original block, but there was some people from Milwaukee and in, in the neighborhoods that um, mm-hmm. I came up in and that aren't here. And, you know, yeah. it's sad, but, you know, what can we do? To, yeah. to to better that. To, yeah. and sometimes know. we do get, you know, survivor's remorse a little bit, you know, yeah. like, because you feel bad, you can't bring everybody on or, you know, like, dang, so-and-so would have been appreciative of this moment right here, but oh, unfortunately, sure. they're not here with us, I yeah. don't here or there type of thing, but... But, you know, um, it builds a lot of character, you know what I mean, growing up over, you know, where we grew up from, you know what I mean, like, stuff like that, so... Uh, yeah, I grew up on 20th and Hampton, you've seen a lot of things, but like I said, I had a, a movie childhood where, like, everybody just, we all grew up around the same age yeah. coincidentally it's like 10 of us you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we're all between like two or three years older or younger than each other and we just you know did everything baseball over there in a uh, lincoln park basketball where they have warning uh yeah at lincoln park you know what i mean even like uh andre robinson the, the producer business boy yeah yeah he i met him at lincoln park because he, he lived right across the uh, the river from the park muix park oh yeah i got off you of Super yeah. Spring. and so uh and I, and I remember when i used to do music back in the day I, me and my buddy monte uh shout out to tay g man um we used to buy beats from him okay and it's so crazy to see where he's at now platinum yeah. grammy award-winning producer and oh, yeah and we used to call him vc back in the day because he was like he was he was like <laughs> a year younger than us but he was like a little you know he's not tall he's probably like five nine yeah at 13 he was dunking can I can I just say something to you? <laughs> I I seen you on your episodes before I ever met you, and yeah. I thought you were around my height. And then uh-huh. I got next to you, and like I met you that one night, and yeah. I'm like, I told my wife when I went, I'm like, damn, this dude tall. Like, <laughs> you know, all Puerto Ricans are short, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about six one. I'm not that tall. I'm, 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 I mean, I got, I got a little height on me, man. I got a little something on me, man. But hey, man, you know, I, I mess with the Puerto Ricans, but my kids is half Puerto Rican, man. You there know? you go. Only way, baby. We infiltrated yes, structures you know, right now. What we, what we all want of a kind, though. Black and Puerto uh, Ricans are brothers yeah. and cousins, you know. You know that. You yeah, know, the, the African brings us all together, you know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what what type of hobbies were you into? You know, I grew up, you know, I, before boxing, I did karate. I started karate when I was about six years old at the King Center. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did that. And I was pretty good at it. I, yeah. But uh, right away, though, my mama knew I was a little bit too soft, right? It's, yeah. It's tough when they got the stories. I got into this one tournament where, because uh, with karate, you, it was weird. You either fought somebody who was way bigger than you or a girl or something. It was weird or somebody small. So I finally yeah. fought somebody who was smaller than me. And the first kick, he just started crying. And I just felt so bad for him, and I let him win. And my mom was like, "No, I got to get you up out of here." Yeah, you know what I mean. But then, uh-huh. like, but then a couple of years later, after that, that's when I started boxing. Coincidentally, at the King Center as well, because even when I did karate, I was still picking mm-hmm. in. Because for where the dojo was at, it was right across the hall from the boxing gym. Wow. Yeah. So I used to peek in, like, oh my god, oh, it's, it stinks in here. It stinks so good in here. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was about 10, 12 years old, and I really started boxing when I was thirteen, and then. I did that, and I, you know, I, I was kind of frequenting because I also did basketball, soccer, baseball. I did all sports, so I wasn't like a full time boxer at the time. And so, eventually, by the time I turned 
18 is when I really took it seriously. And then when I turned 19 is when I really started like indulging and just getting into the mix and becoming ranked in the yeah. nation and everything like that during making my way towards the amateurs. So what, what age, 13, you say? You, I, I started you, boxing at 13. You started? At 13. Yeah. I stopped karate at 11. I started boxing at 13. Yeah. And I took it serious at 18. Okay, yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I got, I got um, my oldest is in martial arts right now. Yeah. and. She's she's kicking butt. Yeah, like, yeah. She's I, I see the shares. I see the pictures. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'll be the. You know, I'm very. I'm very. You know, as as every parent should be. You know, proud. Um, it's something that she's really opened up to, mm-hmm. and to see her growth within a month. You know, she already uh, white belt to a yellow belt. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. it's just like they see a lot of potential in her. I mean, it's great. You know, practices, just mm-hmm. watching and just. The type of energy she's given, so yeah. you know it's it's a love <laughs> for that type of sport. Absolutely. When when would you say with boxing you you at like the passion of of boxing really took over? Uh, I would say, as a fan, I would say about twelve. As an actual boxer, I would say when I was twenty. Okay. Yeah. And so when I was twelve is when I really like when Roy Jones. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he was in his prime, and then a young Floyd Mayweather, pretty boy Floyd, coming up. Uh, I'm like, oh my god, I have to really, I got to step <laughs> it up. I got to yeah. do this. Like, yeah. I need ends on this. You know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely. And then when I got to twenties, when I, because boxing is really hard. The, the most thing, the the hardest thing about it is, is the stamina. No matter what type of sport. Yeah, the endurance. In, yeah, the endurance. Because mm-hmm. every every. Uh, I've seen every sport come into boxing, and no matter what, triathlon, cyclists, runners, and they all get tired in the, in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. I've, I've experienced it all. You know what I mean? Like, so so it's always funny to see that. So I had to deal with that for so long. So by the time I hit 20, I was already in it. I wasn't thinking about stamina because my stamina was already proven to withstand a lot of stuff that I have to go through into the boxing ring. Yeah. And so I'm already confident. So that's when I really didn't think about that. And I could really just indulge into being creative into my boxing skills in the ring. And that's where it became really, really fun. Yeah. And that's when I got addicted to boxing at about 20 years old. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a sport that I, I was always intrigued by. And of course, the era we grew up, we, we saw many greats, you know. Yeah. Tito Trinidad. Tito Trinidad, <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya, Roy yeah. Jones. Um, Bernard Hopkins, Hopkins, yeah, Bernard Hopkins, yeah. Lennox Lewis, Lennox Lewis. Uh, you know, we even got a little taste of you know Tyson, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> man, um, but it was a special, you mm-hmm. know. Like, um, I boxing it, it was big in my family. My Theo Hector, he, uh, um, my well, I lived in Milwaukee at the time. Mm-hmm. It was off the thirty fifth and Burnham, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the house he bought for her to to move back to Milwaukee because my family is originally from New York, okay. so he brought her over here. But I remember while my well, I lived in that house. Um, any every pay per view fight you can think of, we watched in that. We watched the Lakers um, do the uh, you know Shaq and Kobe in that house. Oh, you know all Tito Trinidad fights uh, in that yeah. house. You know, <laughs> um, but. Um, special memories and boxing is a, a part of my my childhood. It was it was like it has like entwined mm-hmm. depth to my childhood. So I've always appreciated, which gives me like the excitement of what you're doing because there's not anyone doing it out here. Sure, sure. You yeah. know, I'm serious. 
Uh, before before watching your podcast, as far as the Milwaukee area goes, mm-hmm. there is nobody else that I know that is doing what you're doing. You do all the production yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, you know, from the videos mm-hmm. to the, um, you know, they did the recordings. You know, it, it's it's inspiring, bro. Yeah, yeah. Got to give you flowers right hey, now. Man, I, appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, man. As you know, as everybody who's even attempted to try editing and everything like that, or yeah. just doing a go or having a go, it's hard. But you know, you, it's persistent and consistent is yeah. gonna get you a long way. You know, definitely. So, especially when you have the passion for it, because it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like oh, of course, yeah. Um, we we we've done this. So a backstory: we, we've been doing this for. A long time. The podcast has been going on for the last ten years, twelve years. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so it's me and my cast. It's a, uh, it's Juan G, it's uh, Big Rue, and it's Mr. Blueprint, and it's myself, Adam. Nobody calls me Poppy. You know, <laughs> if you want to call me Poppy, call me Poppy. Dang it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but uh, but uh, so with uh, me and Juan G, man, we, we're we're best friends. That's my brother, man. It's actually my uh, my brother-in-law. You know, okay, we, we we've been friends. Uh, my my fiance Brittany and Juan G are brother and sister. Okay, gotcha. But I met Juan first. We've been best friends since about eighteen years old, and we we grown an appreciation appreciation for each other and a friendship for, with each other. We got cool talking about boxing. Yeah, because <laughs> it was the Roy Jones and Tito Trinidad That's fight. That's right. I, I think you said she Puerto Rican too. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Half Puerto Rican. I'm yeah, half telling Puerto you, half black. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Never fails. Never fails. <laughs> you, you know how you say a Mexican like soccer, well, Puerto Ricans <laughs> like boxing, bro. <laughs> you did. You got to meet my cousin Hector. Uh, well, it's my Theo Hector's uh-huh. son, Hector. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I definitely am going to get you two to to meet each other sure. because I'm telling you, he he's. One of the few people, um, and he's related to me. He's my cousin. Mm-hmm. But any sport, yeah. that man could go off and and boxing too. Love it, love it. Man, he has a whole page set up to it on. We Facebook. all got to click up. Yeah, man. we do. Even just for a fight or something, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Juan G and uh, and Young Deuces, Young Deuces. Uh, yeah, they grew up together. That's uh. Rudy, Rudy Strong. Yeah, Rudy Strong. Yeah, okay, Rudy got Strong, you. Yeah, yeah so, the Geek Set Podcast. Yeah, Geek Set. Shout out to the Geek Set Podcast. Hey, bro. Podcast, man. They're doing hard. Thing, man. It's so That's, hard. I love it. I, you know, I'm a blur myself. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm a diet blur. I'm not into it as much as they did, yeah. but I love, oh my God, I love everything it's fire. they talk about. When I seen that, I, I, I yeah. just um, did uh, Space Crimes interview mm-hmm. the other day, and um, I brought them up because it's just like, he likes comics too, so I'm like, oh, you got you to gotta check out this. This podcast, yeah. I don't care. These guys, they they go in depth like no other. I've watched episodes, and you know, Rudy Strong does that mojo. Mm-hmm. Love uh, so it. he's like, you know, he does top ten type uh, ordeals, and mm-hmm. it's it's real. It's like, damn, bro. Yeah. Like, if you want to know about stuff, you go look at that. But they grew you up right, together. Right. That's yeah, cool, they grew man. Up together, man. You kept saying Ron. Isn't he a part of the... No, Juan, Juan. Juan. Juan, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juan G. My Shout bad. Shout out to Juan G, man. My Boricua, my bro. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Juan G and uh, Rudy Strong, man, a.k.a. Young Deuces, they grew up together. And I actually, because we had Young Deuces on the podcast last year, Yeah, I found out that, that me and Rudy, we went to Mech. Middle school together as well, you know what I mean. So it's crazy small how like, small the, how small the world. Milwaukee, is. Small, man, I'm I'm telling you, people think like Milwaukee, like <laughs> small. It's so small. You you'll know each other, man. Mm-hmm. It's big, but it's small because we're all just it's 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 still kind of you know sectioned off. You know what I mean? You, For it's, sure. it's very much sectioned off. So we are all, all limited to our section. Ah. But uh, yeah, so. And me and Juan G, you know, we grew up together. Uh, not grew up together, but we, we've been friends since 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I met my Mr. Blueprint and Big Rue 
at the King Center, we were, we were on the same boxing uh, team together. We were also around yeah. the same weight, around the same age and everything. So we did a lot of wars in the gym together. Ended up getting really close to this day. We're still, like, we're, we're brothers. We always kick it every single weekend, every single, you know, something like that. So we all just, in, you know, came together to build that. Like, and um, and it really much all started with Big Rue. He, uh, you ever heard of the Marco Polo app? Yeah. So he, he he ended up getting the Marco Polo app, right? Okay. And so it's and it's more of us as well. You know, we got a shout out to uh, Aramis Lopez, uh, Inabong, our uh, Nigerian gentleman. You know, uh, Jay Owens, uh, designer Jeff, Jeff Wright. We all are, are part of the same gym. You know what I mean? So uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's making honorable mentions. You know what I mean? You, they're they're all below the belt boxing and broadcast. You know, because we all came up together in in this boxing game, and we all just you know have such a respect and a best friendship and yeah. brotherhood. Being in, you know just being in, in in gyms with people just brings you closer, yep. and especially when you're going through oh, wars. Sure. You know, we're yeah. actually sparring each other and trying to take each other's heads off. And that's dope in there. But then we got the ring like shit. You wanna have a beer? <laughs> you know, yeah. what I mean? like, <laughs> you did some good work, man. You caught me, man. You did good. So uh, yeah. and so, but uh, like I said, uh, me, uh, Big Rue, Mr. Blueprint, we all, you know, we end up getting really close with that. You know, we were from Milwaukee. We all grew up together, you know, in, in, in environments that we get, did grow up in. So, you know, yeah. we all just end up making a connection. And then with them being around me and then Juan being around me, we all became a brotherhood. Yeah. And eventually we took the Marco Polo thing because we all made the Marco Polo to, well, Big Rue made the Marco Polo to just us to stay in contact with each other and talk boxing and just talk about whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jermaine House as well, too. Shout out to Jermaine House. I'm sorry. And, um, and uh, and then Mr. Blueprint, he was actually the one to light the fire and said, hey, man, we should make this a podcast. And this yeah. was like five years ago. And then, you know, we, we talked about it. We talked about it. We got to do this. We got to do that. Then eventually, two years ago, I ended up like, you know what? Forget it. I got the money right now. Let me get the roadcaster. Let me get this. Let me get that. We're going to start it. And we're going to get this thing going. And then, you know. Shout out to Roadcaster. Shout out to the Roadcaster, man. <laughs> Changed then, my life, too, <laughs> for bro. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but our first episode, uh, Beady Beady Bomb Bop, whatever, man, we got, like, clips and stuff. Me and Juan G, we didn't even have anything. We just started with the iPhone and just, like, had a side-by-side -side with Canelo's fight versus uh, uh, Billy Joe Saunders. And me and Juan G just did a first reaction video to that. And then after yeah. that, we just took off. We just we, we haven't looked back since. And um, So let's get the official answer. Yeah. When was uh, Below the Belt Boxing founded? It, it was founded, I would say, uh, December of 2020. Okay. You have to end it up uh, around that pandemic time. You yep. know what I mean? Around that pandemic time. We had a lot of time at home, guys. Yes, sir. Yeah. We had a lot of time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, but, um, what inspired the idea? The idea what really inspired it, besides the Marco Polo, was that uh, so out on a Facebook group, you know, um, we got Below the Bill Boxing, uh, a broadcast on, on Facebook. And that's really started for that because uh, – I was in a lot of boxing groups, and then somebody was talking mess about Miguel Cotto. Oh, Lord. Saying that he didn't fight anybody, saying this is not, he's the most overrated fighter. And I take offense to that because I love Miguel Cotto, yeah. and he's one of the most proven warriors of all time, the Puerto Rican king, and man. Just to go in, man. I, I swear to you God. You know, watching him, man, and just like, you know, that, that left, bro. Mm -hmm. man, that left hook is crazy. That left is just. That left hook to the head and to the body gets man, you out of there. It's just, especially when he broke on the mm -hmm. scene, when he finally got that, like, foot in the door. It's just, like, the power from that left. You can't, yeah. you can't tell me he's not, 
He's not that guy. Like yeah. he definitely put on for Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'll say for that. Sure. Made Floyd bleed. Gave him a rough fight. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so I, I pretty much went there defending Miguel Cotto. Like, hey man, you know, respectfully, because I, I don't get into Facebook comments. Like, you want for sure. I'm just, you know, if I see something that's not correct, I try to correct it in a way that's not really like preachy, not whatever. So I'm like, you know, Miguel Cotto has fought this, 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 that, that, that. He's only been really he's he's only been knocked out by a cheater in Antonio Margarito and then Pacquiao who some say maybe weight drained Miguel Cotto and some other stuff maybe was going on. I don't want to get into all of that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. But uh, some defender Miguel Cotto, and he's pretty much like, oh, no, you just did this and that, this and that. Then I ended up getting banned from that group, and then I ended up getting suspended from Facebook. <laughs> wow. And so after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to make my own thing. And that's yeah. why I came with the name Below the Belt Boxing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I, I got a name of something. Then I'm just right away, bang, Below the Belt Boxing, because we're going to talk. We're going to hit below the belt as well. Yeah. But if you can't take it, you shouldn't be in this group. You shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. But we do it all respectfully and from a, 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 a point of view where it's all experience from inside the ring and outside of the ring. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, psh, well good because um, it's grown. And, and believe me, it's caught my attention. <laughs> um, Thank you. Who are um, boxing icons you looked up to? Oh, man. The first is always going to be Ali as far as like inspiration. Yeah, like he's the one that I, that I saw. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't be like this guy. He's Superman. Yeah, he's Superman. And of course, you see Mike Tyson. You know, so you, you see Tyson. I was born in '86. I saw Tyson. By the time I started watching boxing, Tyson has already really got out of jail. Yep. I've I've heard about him, word of mouth. Just growing up, you hear it all the time. You see stuff. You're like, oh my god, he's scared. <laughs> he's scared. Yeah. Me. I I mean, you know, like I was born in '89. Mm-hmm. So I was real young. Yeah. And when um when the fight with what year was when he bit the ear off? Was that that had to be like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, so that I was real, real young. Yeah, I just yeah. remember it was mm-hmm. it was when I was real young. Yeah. But that was the only time I had seen. Yeah, for sure. And to see the guy just like jump in just the like, ring and just ear, like, pointing. <laughs> when you have a glove on and you can't, <laughs> you can't touch point. your ear like Oh my god. <laughs> it's so crippling. Like <laughs> uh, Yeah, man, so man. But the people who yeah. really, really, really inspire me, like when I was at an age where I can understand it and see what's really going on. Yeah. Roy Jones, man. Roy Jones. You know Jones. what I loved about him, bro? It was just like, it was a new flavor in boxing. It's different. When he'd wind up one arm and then yeah. quick jab with the, like snake. you know, <laughs> whack. It's just like a, yeah, yeah bro. A it's just like, whip. <laughs> like, <Why not? laughs> they got this in the combination of speed, power, and timing. I love the way oh he God. danced too, bro. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. dancing. <laughs> You know, man, you know when he started dancing mm-hmm. and he started feeling himself, it was Getting like, rhythm, yeah. oh, you you done. He's already, mm-hmm. you're in the. He sees something. You're in the den. <laughs> yeah. You're in the the rendezvous with uh-huh. all the wolves just looking yep. at you. And he's that. Mm-hmm. He's that essence of just yeah. like, man. That was what that was a quite of an error, man. Like you said, with Roy Jones, Oscar, Tito, you know, B-Hop, Antonio Tarver, James Tony, uh, Lennox Preach. Lewis, you know, yeah, what I mean? like that, that era, Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko, you got Pornell Whitaker, you got Julio yep. Cesar Chavez, Magic Taylor. Man, I, I could go on. I, man, I, hey, I, hey. I could go on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, into baby. the era that we have now, where it's still at a really high place, man. It's not as popular as it used to be, but yeah. the hardcore fans are hardcore fans for a reason, man. That's why boxers are making a lot of money because they have a hardcore fan base yeah. and without getting a lot of advertisement. It's crazy. Well, you know, like um, like I said, that's I, especially with our generation, man. Mm-hmm. Our generation coming up, and it really, man. I just can't get it out of my head, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it's so embedded into who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, the love and appreciation is always going to be there. And, you know, the way I keep me updated, not only through watching your podcast, but my cousin Hector, mm-hmm. you know, like he's he's always talking about it. And it's just like, all right, as long as I'm up by him yeah. and <laughs> I know what's going on, but... You know, it's it's a strange time. I won't lie to you. For mm-hmm. boxing right now, it's, it's a strange time for me because it's like, is it making a comeback? Because, you know, once UFC came into play, they yeah, wanted for sure, for sure. to push boxing. But it's like, mm-hmm. nah, man, boxing is so much more. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> They've been talking about boxing is dead for the last 25 years, and here we go making numbers, and people are making – Canelo's making $500 million. In five years, type right. of thing. Anthony Joshua was making two hundred million, selling out the uh, the U two arena. You you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. that's seeding over a hundred thousand. Well, know? look at look at Mayweather, man. You know, look, I, I wasn't even gonna bring him up. No, that, we got him. People, man. people always say, "Oh, blow about you." Always talking about Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, man, we talk about him for a reason. But I was trying to purposely not talk about him. But let's talk about. Him. Let's, <laughs> I mean, but you know, and that's the thing. It's like you're not gonna talk about boxing without bringing up. I'm sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's this man, he's really a precise fighter. Absolutely. And what people don't, people could say that, oh, he runs. He runs from fights Mm -hmm. as far as being in the ring. But you go in there, your only job is to win. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does. By any means. By any means. Mm -hmm. So if he's dip dodging and and tagging you and getting those points. Do something about it. Do something about it. Use that strong uh, Mm -hmm. left or right you said you had in the press conferences. Like, you should be able to... But he's too quick. He's too quick. He's too quick. it's different inside that ring. Like, I see a lot of people who spar really, really great. Great. I've seen some people who are unbeatable inside the sparring ring. But then when those lights come on, the audience is cheering, booing or cheering. They fight different. Their yeah. chin is not that good. When them lights is on and you're sweating with no shirt on, it's different. It's so different. Yeah. <laughs> you know I've always mean? wondered. I'm like, yeah, dog, being in a ring, no mm-hmm. shirt on. Like, what? What? Because, I mean, I, me and the old neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. kids, especially, like I said, boxing was a big thing. We would do fights in the front yard. Absolutely. Down by my old stomping grounds. Lakeview. <laughs> yes, sir. Lakeview out here. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Man, I, even with braces, I used to box. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, my, my it, it didn't matter. Everyone used to be like, oh, he's bleeding. No, no, duh. No, <laughs> duh. duh. I got braces on. I, I bleed when I sneeze sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, what a time. What a time. Bro. What a time, bro. But <laughs> what I was getting at is just like, when you're in the ring in front of a crowd mm-hmm. and you... You know, like you said, no shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's just two of you just duking it out. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of feeling is that? And you know that better than anyone because you you've done it. Yeah, yeah, I've done it quite a, quite some times, man. Uh, it's a feeling that I can't explain. It's such a high where I see somebody can get addicted to it and try to do it for the rest of their lives. Like, I, people like criticize Floyd for doing these exhibitions 
mm-hmm. at a, at its advanced retired age. But it's like once you get a taste of that, man, it's different. Whether you succumb to it or whether you rise to the occasion, it's still something that you can't explain. Like walking to that ring to the song that you picked while the audience is cheering or booing yeah. you was like, ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. What, what, what we doing? I, I feel good today. Or it's like, damn, I'm fucked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but then you get into that ring and the bell rings, and it's like you're underwater. You don't hear any of that. Yeah. You just focus on the fighter right there. You're trying to see what he's doing. I'm going to flinch at yeah. you a little bit. See what, see what your movements are. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to tap you with this jab. See how you react to it. Okay, you, you, you blocked it. Let me go to the body. Oh, you didn't like the body. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go to the body. I'm going to put it in the back of my head now. But I'm still, I'm going to disguise it. So I'm going to keep going to the head, keep going to the head so I can disguise it. And then fake to the head, go to the body. It's so, it's little things that you see like that, but it's so yeah. like slow motion. And it's like, it's, I, I can't really explain it. Oh, it's like it's underwater. Just, it's the strategy. Euphoria, yeah. Strategy. And, you know, what are you going to do when things get rough, when you get hit with a punch that kind of, that's kind of hot? Because yeah. punches don't hurt. They kind of don't hurt. They just get hot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just, dang, I don't want, I don't want to get hit with that no more. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just like, this, the the beauty of it is trying to figure it out. Even if they're like doing good against you, it's just like, okay, I gotta find something to do to stop him from doing what's successful on his end. And I always equate everything from boxing to life. You know what I mean? Because boxing is life. Yeah, it's a metaphor for life. You know what I mean? Like things get rough. You know, the first you, you come into the boxing ring in shape. And then mm-hmm. you might get hit with a punch that you didn't expect, and now you're you're wobbly. Now you're wobbly. What what did you do in the gym to get you through that to 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 withstand this? Yeah. And then the beauty of it is finding that out and coming on top, even with that. Just like in just like in in life, you know, you you maybe doing good. The, I always say every time I get like oh I get like over like I, I got like a couple free checks. Yeah, something happens with the car or something like that. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure, like, it evens out. Yeah. It's, it's always it even always out. evens out. So it's about like what you're going to do to to really um, there's just a to lot, solve that. Yeah, it, there's definitely the lessons you learn through boxing. I, I had a talk with Nicholas uh, Bontempo. He's a jujitsu yeah, yeah. guy, and um, I was telling him one thing I love about jujitsu is I've always just like boxing, it's an art. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. the fundamentals go into life itself, mm-hmm. and um, you know the the for these trainers, you know, that are retired and out of the sport, mm-hmm. you know, getting the wisdom from people like that. Yeah. Um, if you listen, man, the growth you will you will you will end up embracing. Absolutely. And um yeah, man, the appreciation for boxing because it's one of those not a sport, it's an art. It's yeah. one of those arts that, you know, um, can teach you a lot about yourself. Absolutely. Can teach you a lot about life. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of events have you covered through uh, uh, Below the Belt? Yeah, our first one, our first live event we did was um, last uh, la- earlier this year. It was at the um, in Green Bay at the Riverside Ballroom. And we're going to be back there in February. Yeah. So shout out to that. Look out for that. It's going to be some really good fights. But we did that. And uh, we ended up getting that between uh, this this somebody just seen us doing reaction videos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we got that. That was our really first live event. And then all the way to the point where the last event was for where you were at. Yeah. Like we did the amateur fights, and that was awesome. Then we did the pro fights later on that night. And then we, and then our next one is going to be with the same people, and it's going to be in Kenosha. No, it's, it's going to be in uh, Cudahy. 
Cut it. Hey. January 14th. Yeah. Where in Cut it? Yeah, I, man, yeah, I yeah. grew up in South Milwaukee, yes, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we, we, we're going to be there doing the oh, same wow. thing. Yeah, some great fighters. Some of the same fighters from that night is going to be there boxing. Yeah. Some great fighters. There was. I mean, even mm-hmm. in the amateurs, like, I, I loved it, man. Mm-hmm. The, the excitement, the, just the, they were trying to take each other's heads yeah, off. Some yeah. of those fighters, I'm just like. And they were all highly ranked as well. They were nationally ranked. Well, that's, yeah. man, that just, for you to bring <laughs> me there and let me, like, that was awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. That was, sure. like I said, that was an experience. Yeah, and yeah. It's, can't get that. You can't get that nowhere else. I, you know, <laughs> it kind of makes me want to jump in with you. Hey, <laughs> live here we are below the belt boxing. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anytime you want to join us, man, for another uh, live fight, man, just say the word, man. We'll we'll work it out for sure. It's a it's a beautiful thing, but um, gotta love. So um, men compared to women uh, matches, mm-hmm. which one are you more for? Which you know one? what? Yeah. It, it just depends, man, because you have some really, especially now, women's boxing right now is Upcoming. on top. It's coming. It's on yeah. its way. It's on its way. They're making a lot of money. They're getting a lot of uh, uh, good ratings. They're getting a lot of viewership. Like the the Clarissa Shields fight, the last one where she fought the uh, uh, Savannah Marshall. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was so good. And, and even before then, where I think – that's gonna win the the fight of the year. It's gonna be Amanda, Amanda Serrano, the Puerto Rican yeah. princess from New York, versus Katie Taylor from uh, Ireland. That was yeah. probably one of the best fights I've seen in the last few yeah. years. You know, like, and I love men's boxing. I'm always there. I, I want to see. I want to see it. But in the women's boxing, the best fight, the best. None of that outside other stuff where you're on the other side of the street. No, the best are gonna fight the best in yeah. women's boxing. They're gonna be. Surpassing men's boxing really you, soon if they keep it up because it's getting more famous. How you feel about uh, Thug Rose? I'm sorry, Thug Rose is that her name? Thug Rose, yeah, hey, yeah, man. She, oh my god, from Milwaukee. Chico, Chico yeah. Camus, uh, uh, uh trained her. Oh my god, oh my god. Where is she from? She's from Milwaukee. Get out of here. She's from Milwaukee. Oh, you just She's gave me Milwaukee. a mission, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Get ready, get up on that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just gave me a mission. She's from here, man, and she's so dope. And uh, uh, you know, people think that you know because we're a broadcast for boxing, uh, below the boat boxing. It's not a podcast; it's a broadcast with your broadcast. <laughs> and but people think that we don't like MMA. We're all huge fans of MMA. Yeah. We're all huge fans of MMA. And who knows, you may see a below the belt MMA real soon. You never know. Hey, man, that's all it is. Hey, expansion. I'm just saying. (laughs) I only brought her up because um, Chico Camus, Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? Milwaukee natives. But that's dope. Yeah, for sure. Um, Boxing. Mm-hmm. Back to boxing. Back to boxing. We baby. gave a little love. Now we back. <laughs> uh, what type of events um, have you participated as far as with the community? Oh, with the community. Right now, we're uh, we're doing something every Sundays at Conflict Sports Gym with Coach Andre Sawyer. Shout out to Andre Sawyer, man. Coach is doing a wonderful thing. Out there, man. Conflict Sports is one of the fastest rising boxing gyms in Milwaukee. It's on 38th and uh, yeah. Fonda, like right across the street from Jackie Robinson Middle School. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm there with uh, Lanisha Martin. We have a, I have the hoodie on right now with the with the organization Black Men Build. Yeah. And we just uh, it's a fundraising thing. It's a it's a community work we do every Sundays at Conflict Sports from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. 
and we're working with the youth. We're working with whoever, women, little girls, elders, teens, kids, boys, everybody. Well, that's awesome. I saw for the free. You don't have to yeah. do any. You don't have to just come Damn. as you are and learn some boxing from us, man. That's um, that's awesome because like I seen the coverage they did on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it Channel Four? It was Channel Four. Yeah. Channel Four. Yeah, man. And mm-hmm. and I, I following you. Yeah, you know, yeah, for you sure. see the post and. You know, you got to appreciate that. Yeah, man. Shout you out know? to Coach Andre, man. Him and his wife are doing great things. Me and Andre Sawyer, we came up in the amateurs together. He was a great boxer. Yeah. He's now a great coach and a great businessman. And support that man. Go down there and learn some great boxing. He teaches MMA as well. Really? Yes, sir. I'm going to... We gonna have to see. <laughs> we gonna have to see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I got um, I got twins, too. Oh, And cool, I haven't... Cool. I haven't put them in any self-defense type mm-hmm. of classes yet but mm-hmm. who knows who knows hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to if you want to be there with me specifically i'm there sundays like i said from two to three every sunday man come on down i got my daughters down there as well you know i okay. got three daughters four five and eleven and they all are learning the sport as well for sure mm-hmm. you, know, you know what yeah definitely mm-hmm. i'm gonna Put it in the calendar, and we're gonna we're gonna make an appearance. It's Absolutely. all love, man. Yeah, I, I love seeing that. I love seeing you know, um, Milwaukee just mm-hmm. growth. When you have special people like the your 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 friends over at Conflict that mm-hmm. are doing more just to improve the communities around us. That's what we need. Sure, these children's these children need us, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I always thought like you know, gr- even growing up now, I'm I'm thinking I'm young, but like, now I'm starting to realize like, mm-hmm. it's kind of we're in the next phases of our lives, yeah, yeah. And now you know, having children, it's their time. Mm-hmm. Isn't our time anymore? We supposed to be doing the parties and barbecuing and yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> With the cool uh, yeah. Nike shoes, they they try to. <laughs> Revamp. You sent it to your kids? Hey, bro, I would buy those shoes if I could find them, bro. Oh, my God. But I see them online, and everyone knows yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, sir, the white navy. The white and navy blues, baby. <laughs> the grass cutter 12s. The grass cutter 12s. <laughs> but I love it, man. You know, and it, it's it's their time right now. Yeah. Um, like, kudos. Conflict Sports. Let's give them yes, another one. Yes, yes, man. Milwaukee is full of talent, man. Shout out to some other good, great podcasts as well. Of course, Spearhead Conversations. Thank you. Below the Bell Boxing, the Broadcast. We got a Slick Talk with Scales. We got a, a one-on-one with Deuces, Geek Set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got a Why Should I Give a Damn with Eric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Young, a.k.a. Sparkus Garvey. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Man. Milwaukee is super dope, man. It's, it's coming up. I feel like there's... Um, Right now, you ought to be in what we're doing right now because mm-hmm. um, it's coming. Yes, sir. There's there's some coming. I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. our city is really um, being highlighted right now. For sure. And, uh, yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So with uh, Below the Belt, um, what have been highlights that have stood out for you? Man, I would say the, our first live event, I'm, I'm going to go back to that again because we end up having the the great, 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 Hall of Fame boxer, champion, world champion, who's from the area, uh, Gerald McCullum. He was in the house, you know. And um, wow, yeah. And if you know Gerald McCullum's story, man, you know he uh, his story ended tragic, where uh, yeah. he fought Nigel Ben overseas, and then uh, that was his last fight. He ended up being crippled from that, 
uh, bedridden, uh, wheelchair ridden, but he has a great story, one of the greatest fighters of all time that you that a lot of people don't know about. But he was in the house that night, and so on wow. top of that being our first live event, being ringside. Yeah, like getting blood and sweat literally on us. We were sitting in between a judge. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, you can check that out on YouTube. It's a yeah, fight night at Green Bay. My boy out here. (laughs) It was such a great feeling, bro. It was such a great (laughs) feeling, man. And we all enjoyed that our first live one. Like in, and granted, I would say also um, our first time we we went viral. We went viral uh, for the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury two. The rematch. We yeah. were for that. And uh, that was a great feeling to see. We ended up getting thousands and thousands. I'm probably at 10,000 10, views at this at this point right now. Yeah. And that was last year. So that was our first one. We was like, oh, man, we got something. Okay. Because we, you know, yeah. and you already know, people tell you, but when you start to see the, start to see the stats behind it, you're like, yeah. wow. Okay. Th- this is real. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? yeah. So For those sure. two moments, man, those two moments with the with the live event and then our first time going semi-viral are just like some really ones that just like keep going, keep going. We got something. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that that'll give that, that gives the inspiration or the, the motivation to, to push forth and just know like you're doing something, bro. You're mm-hmm. doing something different. Thank and you, I don't you. care what anyone says, man. Mm-hmm. You solidified this marker as the, the the premier podcast for for you know staying up on boxing. Yeah, for sure. And for that, I can respect. You know, man, thank you so much, man. We we have a great team at Below the Boat Boxing, a broadcast, man. I swear, we have so such a support team, and we all support each other as brothers. We right. all motivate each other, man. Mister Blueprint, he just started his podcast as well. The Blueprint uh, is that uh, he just. It was a two-part interview. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. He yeah, just the third one today, man. He just motivation, and he has his, uh, he has his t-shirt line, Evolution Junkie, man. Follow him on Instagram, Evolution Junkie, yep. Mitchell Blue. He's getting into it. I mm-hmm. can see. He's yeah, a, yeah, man. But you know, keep at it. Keep yep. at it, and, and and just you know, even through creating this podcast, mm-hmm. there's moments that I have doubt. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's and you know, podcasting as well. It's like. You got your highs and your lows. For and sure, more lows than highs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I embrace it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's gonna be parts where I'm, I'm really. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, I question myself. For sure. You know, because I, I, I feel like there's this, this type of stigma when, when someone tries to actually do something positive and they try to make a mark, they're really facing a wall. Yeah. Yeah. This wall that's just built and, you know, trying to get the people who, to the people's attention that you want, it's 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 a mountain you have to climb. Absolutely. And, it, and it's tough. And I'm climbing it right now. Absolutely. And I'm just hoping like, hey, you know, it's it's, it's been good. Yeah, for uh, sure. Just like with you and your podcast, you know. Yeah. But um, definitely, my my only advice to anybody who's doing podcasts right now: do it. Yep, just do it. Don't 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 talk. Yep, do it. Do it. You know, put yourself in uncomfortable uh, situations. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you do that, the more you familiarize with being being that, and it, it be it basically becomes second nature. Sure. Yep, yeah. Yeah. After that's like I said, I always equate uh, life with boxing. You know, you, you in boxing, you run into these tough spots. You know, even with like weight loss. And stuff like that. You know, you, I used to weigh in. I used to have to weigh in at 165. And then when I get to 169, for some reason, I just, no matter what I do, I just can't get 
past 169. Yeah. I, for weeks and weeks, I'm just sweating the most I've ever sweat. I can't even sweat anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, man, is it even worth it? Should I just stop? And I don't. Yeah. And then a week later, I wake up. I'm like 167. Mm-hmm. I go work out. 166. I wake up again. I'm 165. I break through. So I end up weighing in at 161. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, Dang. But, but yeah. I, I could have stopped. I could have quit. Yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? But you keep going. You keep you, you break keep you break through that wall. Because people think, people get so used to the to the easy things where you're just breaking through these walls. Okay, this yep. wall is easy. Boom, boom, boom. You run into that wall. It's like, poof, poof. You fall on your butt. Like, oh, man. That was different. Let me try again. Poof, poof. Like, oh, man. That's not budging. But you got to keep going. You got to keep hitting that and chipping away, chipping away, mm-hmm. chipping away. The more you chip away, that hole gets bigger, that big, it gets bigger, and now you're running through it. Boom, boom, and you run through that wall, and now it's just glory on the other side of that wall. It's everything that you ever dreamed of against on the other side of that wall. Yeah. But you could have quit when For it sure. wasn't as easy as those other walls to break through. <laughs> you know what Definitely. I mean? Definitely. But that's where the devil is working because the closer you get to that, the harder it's going to be. Yeah, but I always say this: the devil is good at what he does. Oh, he's great at what he does, but he doesn't have the stamina. So if you keep That's going, it. the devil's going to get tired, and the devil has an ego. My boy, it's not worth it. Preach, preach, baby. You got to break through that, man. You got to outlast the devil, man. The devil doesn't have a second win, but we do. Yes, we do. You know. Yes, we That's do. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> um, what's most important to you when you you cover fights? Most important to me is being accurate yeah having everything right as far as the stats as far as the person that i know about as far as like and also being a fan so i can still put all those together because i don't want to be out here saying nothing crazy or saying nothing that's true and then acting like i like the fighter and people and they get then get exposed i'm in boxing i'm in tune with everything so that's the fan part of me but i also want to be accurate i also want to be articulate and i also want to have fun yeah and that's pretty much it for me that's beautiful yeah you know, um, earlier in the conversation, we kind of covered it, but um, here's the formal question. Mm-hmm. From kids to now, um, how have you felt about boxing and its adaptation? As far as? As far as just from then and now. As far the as change, how has it changed? And do you think, has it changed for the better? Or um, have you felt there's... It's it's not the same, you know. Just be open to the yeah, for sure. I think it changed for the good and for the worse in a weird way. Um, I think boxing hasn't really adapted just yet into the new culture of technology. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I think boxing has gone away from fighters need to fight the best right then and there instead of building a fight. That Crawford and Spencer. They're still trying to build it. They should have been fought two years ago. Yeah. And I get building, they're undefeated, but we're going to end up getting a fight where the the the, the right fighter who should have won in prime for prime is not going to win. Or something weird. Is, I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but we've seen it a lot of times, yeah. you know, in the last 10, 15 years. I think the only one who's really been, you know, and bless all the fighters, mm-hmm. you know, but. Dante Wilder, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Win really been putting on, putting on for the sport. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury. Yep. Tyson you know, Fury. Man. Um, those two. Canelo too. You Canelo. Know. You know. You Love got. Him or hate you, him. you got these fighters, but these are the real ones that are jumping in the ring, mm-hmm. taking risks. You know what? What is it about money? You know that that's really what it. That, that's the reason why I brought yeah, that, yeah, that up yeah. because. That conversation needs to be brought mm-hmm. up. I feel like with boxing from when we were kids, it was about pride. Mm-hmm. And right now I feel like, you know, and this goes into F- Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, 
Floyd glorified money. Mm-hmm. You for know? sure, for sure. He's getting paid money. He's getting paid. He's getting paid yeah. million dollars a fight, but yeah. You know, and so, and so if I could jump in really quick, I don't mean no, to cut you ahead, off. No, go ahead. But I think, uh, and that's also a good and a bad thing because, like, you know, it's great because now it's like the boxers have a, have more worth. Yeah. Because Floyd has seen, he grew up in boxing, so he's seen these people that he used to idolize, and now they're pretty much brain dead or they're having big slurs. They can't even remember yeah. anything from two minutes ago. And Floyd is like, why should I be fighting like that, like how they're fighting? Where yeah. I could fight uh, a certain style where I'm not getting hit a lot anymore. And I could also fight two times a year rather than fighting two times a month. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, make, sure. and still make like four times, ten times the more money that they were doing. And so he kind of broke that barrier. And then he also taught independence as well. And so where that works into now, where the bug, the bud fight and the arrow fight was always a, a fight that couldn't happen is because Arrow has always, he's never had a promotional company. He's with PBC, yeah. but pe- people think PBC is a promotional company. But mm-hmm. Al Heyman is the head of that. And Al Heyman used to be in music in the 80s and the 90s and with, dealing with Jay-Z and all that, so he knows the business. So he's like, I'm, a, I'm not going to be your promoter. So as a fighter, I'm going to just be your manager. Just give me a manager fee, and then you get to make the promotions cut promotion cut and the fighters cut yeah so that's why a lot of people are going with them and so but when he did with fighters that's like terrell that's like uh terrence crawford he's what he was with t- top rank for a long time and that's a promotional company yeah and so now you're dealing with a, a fighter pretty much doing business by himself with the promotional company and his fighter is going to look crazy because he's not getting as much as the fighter that he's negotiating with yeah you know what i mean so that's where it always cross paths so now terrence crawford isn't with top rank anymore so he's independent so now he's making money but now he's fighting somebody who's not even ranked tonight <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying he, he, he's, he didn't fight arrow and you know he's been fighting yeah. arrow tonight you know that's so. tonight yeah man you know it, it, it's just the aspects of, from the outsider looking in mm-hmm. you know um it's it's yeah like money has it taken over the sport? Has it not? Mm-hmm. I get, I get it. It's a, it's a business at mm-hmm. the end of the day. But man, just the the fights we grew up on, yeah. on watching, it was it was oh, man, for it was me haywire, haywire. <laughs> uh, Worth the, the Barrera trilogy. That oh my god, man, that right there. Morales, um, yeah, Morales, bro. That with Pacquiao, like. dude. <laughs> having a fight like that where you mm-hmm. stand in the middle of the ring and mm-hmm. you exchange blows, like yeah. And I also think that the movie Concussion kind of... Well, that too. That's that, the one with uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. That yeah. kind of brought a lot of light into NFL because the NFL is not the same as either. Yeah. You can't even touch anybody in the NFL. Well, the regulations, days. how do you feel about regulations? Have you They're you needed. Felt? They're needed. They're needed for sure. I think it's all a good thing. We're not We're not going to get the boxing that, we're, that we've grown accustomed to. But on the flip side, it's going to bring more skill. Yeah. Whether do you just, feel that the, the boxing uh, federation has... Um, Stood up with regulations on They've protecting been trying. the fighter. They've been trying. They, we've had a few deaths these last few years and stuff, you know. So uh, I, I think that they're getting better at it. The referees are getting more knowledgeable about how the yeah. body works and what, what are the signs to see when a boxer is just kind of like, you yeah. know, maybe having an aneurysm in the brain or, you know, something like that where the, where the boxer is not going to recover. So it's improving. It's improving. And I think, like I said, it's, it's going to bring a new skill, kind of like how the NBA is, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, it was all like yeah. tackling people out, the, you know, just a lot of brute, a lot of strength. And so now it's more finesse where they're scoring more points. 
Well, you, a lot I, of three pointers, and I think boxing is is yeah. getting towards that where it's not it's, it's not it's going to be as brutal anymore, but it's going to be a lot of skill. I only ask that you know, as far as regulations, because mm-hmm. it, it is important. It, this is what protects those fight fighters, and mm-hmm. the, even with the Pritchard Cologne yeah, uh, story, that's, that oh my God, that's, that's heartbreaking, a, sad. And um, yeah. when Dante Wilder made his press uh, mm-hmm. conference after the Fury fight, um, mm-hmm. you know. This is a Puerto Rican boxer who got hit in the back of the head in the mm-hmm. middle of the ring holding his head. Yeah. And next thing you know, now he's a, a paraplegic. Paraplegic. Yeah. Like he's he's crippled for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. He'll never be able to live a normal life. And you know, um, you know, regulations are that that yeah. It's important. So um It's about having that knowledge and just like you said, knowing the signs and just knowing how the human body works. I mean, we're, yeah. we're the human body is made to get hit. How do you feel when when a fight you know a fighter's down in the corner doesn't you know step <sighs> in or throw the towel in? How do how, what, how do you feel about that? Like you know, just, sometimes I watch some boxing matches where I'm like, dude, you got to stop this fight. Like the corner doesn't care for you. The referee is not stopping it. Somebody has to care for you enough to Didn't know. Did Triple G have a fight like that? He had quite a few fights like Boy, that. He's, no, but <laughs> We're just like putting the, putting it on people. Po- well, he was pointing at the boxer and then looking at the corner like. Yeah. Like, that was Lomachenko. Lomachenko. That. Yeah, Lomachenko that's that. who it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was Chenko. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, a fight like that. He's yeah. like, what are you doing? Roy Jones did that a couple times. Yeah, well, get your people. Yeah, man. like he's going to call. <laughs> some damage is going to be caused, yeah. you know, so. They don't like, the, you know, I. that's what I want to, you know. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you you don't bring those up in your podcast because believe me you cover everything mm-hmm, for sure for sure and that's what I love watching yeah. <laughs> watching the um, the coverage you do mm-hmm. but I I think that's that really needs to to be spoken about yeah. just uh, those a lot, aspects a lot of people are afraid of it, to talk about it they you know? are mm-hmm. they especially are. boxers because in the box in the boxer's head like you know in the back of your head about these things but the more it comes to the front of your head the more you kind of like. I'm going to retire really soon if I keep thinking about this stuff. So even when I was boxing, I, ref- I refused to watch a lot of things. Yeah. You know, because I just wanted to ignore it. In fact, you know, like, like, uh, like you know, um, what did I say? Uh, uh, I can't think of the phrasing. But, you know, just, you know, just thinking of certain things too much, it's going to come to fruition. You know what I mean? Bring yep. that energy. You know, I'd rather just not know Manifestation. about it. Manifestation? Yeah, 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 law of attraction. I'd rather just not think about it, not even see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, well, ignorance, you, ignorance is bliss is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, for is sure. When I, that's, okay. when, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, when it comes to boxing, ignorance was bliss for me because, like I said, if I watched enough Jerry McCullum or the Colin or stuff like that or people, like, dying in the ring and stuff, that's going to make me like, man, you know what? I already know it's not worth it, but it's definitely not worth it now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, man, it's – I love the sport. I yeah, know you love the sport. For sure. Um how has Milwaukee attributed to your success? A lot, man, a lot, because it's a lot of untapped talent in Milwaukee, and that's what that's a lot what Below the Bell Boxing, the broadcast, is about. Because I didn't know. I, I knew Milwaukee had a rich history of boxing, just, you know, just hearing the stories and everything like that. But once you get in there and then you see what's going on, like the like UCC, the United Community uh, Center on the south side. Yeah. I shout out to them, man, the, the – one of the greatest coaches I've had to, had the pleasure of being around was Israel Acosta, aka Shorty, and uh and the Blancas, man, Angel Blanca, Daniel Blancas, all them guys down there, man. They had some really great fighters, 
and they all went to do some great things. Like it was a few fighters who who fought for Floyd, who fought for Tyrone, who fought for Oscar, even fighting now. Like you got Daniel Blancas, the Iceman, doing his thing. You got uh, yeah. you got uh, Lewis Arias, he's doing his thing. Uh, you got uh, I don't want to forget anybody. Uh, Johnny Luna came out there. Prince David. Uh, you got uh, David Moore, like I said. Um, oh, he's fighting now. I can't think it's uh, uh, shoot, Javier Martinez. He's fighting for top rank right now, doing his thing. You got uh, all these guys, man. Angelo Buchanan, man. Me, Angelo Buchanan, man. He's down there in Florida right now, but he's doing his thing, man. We, we, I learned a lot from those guys, and I didn't yeah. know any anything about those guys until I got into boxing, and. Even like guys who I, who I came up with, like I said, this is part of the Below the Bell Boxing, Aramis Lopez, uh, uh, Mitch Blue, Ruben Harris, Enembong, uh, Jeffrey Wright, you know what I mean, uh, Jermaine House, uh, James Owens, all these guys, man, I learned a lot from these guys. And they brought a lot of things, good things into my life ever since I, you know, entrenched myself into boxing, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Man, you went in depth. Yeah. Why is boxing important to you? Boxing is, is important because it, it taught me a lot about life and it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me to push myself. It taught me it's no limits. It's always everlasting things that you could learn. They always say once, you, once you've learned everything in boxing, quote unquote, you need to retire because you can never learn everything in boxing. And that's just like life. It's always, it's always unlimited resources. It's always things to know about yourself in boxing. My first time boxing, like I said, the 32nd thing, I got tired in 30 seconds. I was going to quit. I'm like, I'm not coming back in here. But then yeah. I came back, and it, it started. It, I started getting tired at 45 seconds. <laughs> now I started getting tired at a, th- at a minute and 30, and eventually I stopped getting tired. So it taught me if I just keep doing this, what I love, and have this passion for it, I will eventually be really, really great at it. And if I'm not great at it, I will be around people who are great at it, and I will eventually be great at it. And if not, hey man, I've done it, but I, I proved to myself that I can do something. That's, that's you know the consistency the right consistency there. Consistency is everything. Where do you see uh, below the belt in five years? In five years, man, I see us having our own fighters, our own gym, our own network, our own app, uh, <laughs> multiple uh, platforms. Because below the belt boxing is, is going to change to below the belt entertainment. And we're still going to have Below the Belt Boxing. We're going to have Below the Belt Did R&B. I just get that you got exclusive? The exclusive. You got the exclusive, baby. You only got spearhead <laughs> conversations, baby. Get it! You know, I just have... want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have Below the Belt Boxing Espanol. We're going to have a lot of different avenues, man. I'm, I want to be the P, the P. Diddy of podcasting, man. Yeah. You know, just having certain things going and just having – I eventually don't even want to be on the camera, you know. Mm-hmm, I just yeah. want to put everything together and let everybody else shine, you know, because there's yeah. a lot of talent here. There's a lot of people who need to be seen. That's and, I what, wanna, and I want to be the person to put that together. Yeah, man. That's, um, you know, you with me doing what I do with my podcast, um, I re- you see me I, every week. It's mm-hmm. a new person, but it's highlighting them. It's Absolutely. not me. It's highlighting them. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I found my calling. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with glorifying who I am. I find comfort and pleasure in really showing and representing the city I'm from. Mm-hmm. And and through that, bringing on people like you, you know, people like Harry Glimberg, um, you name it, Barbellas, Eric Zapata, mm-hmm. 
Educators Amplified. Mm-hmm. You, 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 the the list goes on. Yeah. But you know, Hupe, Hupe <laughs> and Abraham, <laughs> right real. there for real. Yeah. Um, Philly Flyboy, uh, about to be Corey uh, Piper. Um, it, it, it's going. A lot of talent, man. Um, it, it's it's a special. and we appreciate you too, man, for sure. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all mm-hmm. more than you know. <laughs> you guys have. You you basically have made a dream come true for me. Wow. wow. You know, because I, I, this is what I love to do. And it, hearing the answer you just gave, you know, manifest that. Yeah. Take that mm-hmm. and fly with it. For sure. You for know, sure. we, uh, you know, one of the, when we first spoke, mm-hmm. when I first reached out, um, it was about an hour we spoke. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That That to me right there is, that was the first sign of, Yes, mm-hmm. we need to make this happen for sure. And and just talking about community and what we want to see within our community, and, and joining forces to bring a positive message through. You bringing me onto your platform now. You're on my platform, yeah. and you know keeping that 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 relationship open mm-hmm. to to grow and and see what we can do. I said earlier, you know, it's, it's our kids' time. It's our children's time. But we still have a job to do. We still need to lay foundations that they can uh, use to their advantage mm-hmm. when they come in a time where they have to face this world. I got to say, I appreciate you so much. Man, thank you so much. Coming on here, you know. We getting into our boxing talk, yes, sir. Man, you know, you sharing your 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 podcast, you know, the journey and mm-hmm. the success you've had from it, and just representing Milwaukee, representing Southeast Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Literally coming in here and just being a positive image for our for for our city in our area. So. Uh, again, thank you for coming on here. <laughs> thank you for having me, man. It's appreciated. If you do not know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> this is Adam Willis. <laughs> Below the belt boxing. It's not a podcast. It's some broadcast. <laughs> what your broke gosh? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hey, man. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Let's keep it going. We got work to do. We got a lot of work to do. We got baby. work to do. Me and yeah. you, brother. Yeah. Um, is it, this? Uh, I want this relationship to grow, and mm-hmm. well, let's uh, let's let's put on for our city. We have to, man. So uh, again, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. Before we go, just mm-hmm. uh, announce to everyone how they can how they can see you, yeah, listen. Yeah. Right now, uh, you, we're on YouTube right now. Uh, Below the Belt Boxing a Broadcast. We're on Facebook. Below the Belt Boxing a Broadcast. We're on Instagram. Below the Belt Boxing a Broadcast. Uh, you can follow uh, me on Instagram at Adam Nobody Calls Me Poppy. Uh, hey man, we're on TikTok, below the box in the broadcast. We're on Reddit, below the box in the broadcast. All the platforms, man, it's all just search below the box in the broadcast and you'll find us, man. And uh, man, I, I hope you like what we have to give to you guys, man. We're keeping boxing alive, specifically in Milwaukee, man. Uh, we're getting it back on the forefront and we're trying to get it going, man, especially in Milwaukee. Like I said, it's a lot of talent here and I appreciate you, Xavier, for having me, man.
Hey, no doubt, man. <laughs> it's about it's about you know. We this is for home. Mm-hmm. This is for the area. The good land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you, yes, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs>